Welcome to the Rhodes Community, a podcast series. This podcast series will give you a glimpse into the scholar's journey uh, from being a scholar-elect to becoming a current scholar. We'll be talking about a range of different things, mainly focusing on our different experiences uh, moving to Oxford and getting through the first few weeks of term at the University of Oxford. But first, we'll start by introducing ourselves. My name is Tony Brian Muthe. Um, my Rhodes Identify is Kenya Green Templeton College 2016. I'm going into my third year of a DPhil in primary healthcare. My name's Claire Lyle. I am going into my second year of a DPhil in computer science, and my Rhodes identifier is Quebec University 2018. My name is Jun Kenang. Um, I'm a second year scholar. My Rhodes identifier is Malaysia and Oro 2017. Um, at the Environmental Change and Management last year, I'm finishing my master in public policy this year. Hi, I'm Cabello Murray from South Africa at large. My Rhodes identifier is Lady Margaret Hall 2017, and I've just completed my MPhil in development studies. Great. So um, moving is a big step for many scholars, right? Um, uh, so let's start the discussion with um, just getting an understanding of how do you prepare for such a huge move? Any special things to pack? Well, going into this podcast, I was asking Tony how serious these questions and answers need to be. Um, so thinking of anything special that I packed was, in all honesty, my childhood teddy bear. And... One part, the biggest part behind that and why I recommend bringing something sentimental is because it gave me a really good anchor point to being back home. So it was something that I could have. Moving here is difficult. It's a very foreign place and for most of us it's quite far from home. And having a bit of home with us is always good. So that's something I brought and would very recommend bringing. Not my teddy bear, but something <laughs> something the equivalent. Um, I think one thing, one thing for me is that I had a lot of friends who went to Oxford before I came here. Um, so I was given like many different kinds of advice before packing. Um, so when I told my friends I was going to Oreo, everyone was like, this is a very conservative traditional college mm. and we have really strict dress code um, when you go to dinner. So um, one of the things that I really made sure that I brought um, was just a lot of suits. Um, <laughs> and so I was I, like, I'm from Malaysia and, you know, the, the weather is like 30 to 35 degrees Celsius every year, mm -hmm. you know, every day mm -hmm. in a year which is completely different from what it is here. So all my clothes are not suitable for the weather in England. So I didn't actually bring many clothes. Mm -hmm. um, so I was planning to buy everything here. So really the things that I packed were just laptops, cameras, electronics. Um, I was planning to buy everything here actually. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So my perspective was that I wanted to bring things that I couldn't get in the UK um, or that I would need before I would have a chance to buy. Um, so like I packed in my carry-on a converter to go from North American plugins to UK plugins because like on the flight over, they only had UK plugs. So if I hadn't brought one of those, then all of my devices would have been out of charge and I wouldn't have been able to use Google Maps for my first little bit in Oxford. Um, so that was very helpful. Um, and then also like random like maple breakfast tea from Canada that wasn't sold in the UK that I really wanted to have with me for the first couple of weeks um, were like the big ones. And then also um, a lot of stuff is slightly cheaper in Canada. So like I brought formal attire from Canada just because it would be cheaper than getting it here. All right. Great, 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 great. Um, is there something that uh, looking back you wish you had packed, Claire? Um, I would say uh, one thing that I kind of wish I'd packed more of was sort of like sentimental stuff from home. So I also brought my childhood teddy bear, um, but I thought it would have been nice to have also brought more like sort of posters and pictures of my family. Um, just so sort of like when I arrived, I would have a little bit more of home. Great. I think this question actually um, is different for different people. So it would be nice to hear from everyone. 
Yeah, I actually thought um, the question would have been better. Is like, is there something that I wish I had not packed? Like, basically, I, I felt like because I didn't bring any clothes, I had a lot of space mm-hmm. in my suitcases. So I actually brought too many sentimental things from home mm-hmm. um, that now that I'm actually packing because I'm finishing my MPP. Mm-hmm. So I'm moving out and I just realized there are so many things in my room that I actually have not used, have not seen and have not touched for the past two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I don't know. Yeah, so I guess it's different for everyone. Um, I, f- I feel like, you know, if, if I didn't see these things for the past two years, when I go home, uh, they, they will actually become more sentimental. Mm, that's pretty fair. Um, yeah, I have a really similar response to, to Jinken in the sense that I remember when packing, I think my mother was more upset than I was. And she just kept coming into my room with small trinkets telling me like, oh, don't forget this and don't forget that and remember to pack this. And... I'm not going to say that I regret packing them because my mom might listen to this, but I think I probably would have bought a, bit, a few more practical things, similar to what Claire was saying, like more adapters, um, honestly, perhaps a raincoat or umbrella for the first few weeks I was here, and things that would just help me adapt a little bit quicker. And I think the key is finding a balance of practicality because you can get a lot of things here, but you can't get some medications or, or things that you might need from home, and then sentimental things too that will help you feel more comfortable. And yeah, and if I may, may add, so um, I'm a foodie, so I love mm. to eat and I love to cook. And um, one of the things I actually packed, I think I had a full, well, half full carry-on with a lot of like spices from home. And like um, in Kenya, we have ugali. So I had like a lot of, I had like my two kgs of like a, you know, an ugali pack. Mm. So that was also quite nice. So I really made a lot of ugali the first two weeks um, of mm-hmm. being in Oxford, which, which, which was very comforting for me. So mm. that was really cool. All right, great. Um, lastly, so in the last question, um, are there any tips and tricks that we haven't covered uh, that you would want to share with a, with a scholar elect who's currently packing right now? So I would say on a practical note, there are a lot of really great tutorials on YouTube about how to efficiently pack objects into a suitcase. Um, so there's this great Navy SEAL who goes into like how you roll the clothes specifically so that they take up as little space as possible. Um, so if you're dealing with airline baggage allowances, uh, I recommend looking up Navy SEAL Packing Guide YouTube. All right. Amazing. I think if you are also packing during the summer, it's also the time when a lot of people are graduating and a lot of the people are selling their things. So you've actually go on Facebook, a lot of the Facebook groups and pages. Um, there are a lot of actually cheap things that people want to sell that you can get so that you don't have to pack them. Um, for example, I bought all my kitchenwares and utensils before I came here. And literally this one guy sold me at 20 pounds, everything in his kitchen. So I, yeah, like I could start cooking the first week I got here. I mean, food is expensive here. That's true. Yeah, I think you probably need less than you think moving into Oxford. And perhaps this is a good thing to point out that I found that I did get a lot of support from Rhodes House in my college. And that might not be a universal experience for everyone, but I did find myself packing a bit of unnecessary things and perhaps a bit of an antithesis to Claire's experience. I remember looking up things I need when moving to a new country and I ended up bringing like uh, like bungee cord and, and rope as if I was going to go camping because that's something I've done in the last two years. Um, although I still want to go camping, so I mustn't count myself out just yet. But I think bringing the necessities that you think that you might not be able to get in England or, or in Oxford is more important than your safeties and almost like emergency things because there is a lot of support here. And I found myself having a lot of redundant objects when I came here because I wasn't expecting to get as much support as I did in my first few weeks. Yeah, I would add one more thing that I sort of was a little bit overzealous with um, when I first arrived was there's a lot of 
old subfusk lying around that people don't need anymore. Um, so you could pay 30 pounds to get like brand new subfusk, or you can wait until the RSAF charity auction and it'll be like five to 10 like random bits of subfusk that you can just acquire. Yeah, I think what you're clearly getting is that we have different experiences mm-hmm. uh, and we had different experiences packing, um, coming to the, to the UK, uh, which is great because uh, that means that we are all very different people and, you know, we're embracing the differences that we have. Um, yeah, that's, um, that's a wrap from, from us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this Rhodes Trust podcast, edited by me, Christy Calloway-Gale. The music you heard was Postcards Mastered by Scott Holmes, provided by freemusicarchive.org.